1: My Go Talk one zero seven one everything entertainment the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, yesterday we had the Dune Part Two trailer come out. This
2: Dune 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 Dune.
1: So we both love this uh, the original movie, even though David Lynch, the director, doesn't want to claim it. Okay, uh, he does not. Nineteen eighty four, it had Kyle MacLachlan in it, Virginia Madsen, um, Sting was in it. Uh, a whole bunch of other uh, Jack Nance you had all kinds of people in it Patrick Stewart well this one is going to be in three parts and Dene Villeneuve he is directing this
2: <laughs> he's French actually is he French Canadian i think
1: mm, i French or French Canadian i don't remember I don't either. Doesn't
2: matter. Sorry. I threw a, a loop. Go ahead.
1: No, that's okay. But I saw the trailer and I just got so excited. Oh, I'm
2: so excited. Because. You know this is like one of my favorite stories of all time.
1: Great. Me too. We had a laserdisc machine when I was little before we got a VCR and we had three things. Yeah. We had Tron, which I watched over and over. Dune. And Jane Fonda's workout That my parents used to get up and exercise Oh for
2: sure My mom used to do those Uh, Yes the David Lynch version of Dune Is controversial for a number of reasons We can talk about them but let's talk about Dune Part 2
1: Yes so the trailer came out Actually I have a clip I took all of the action parts out So here's just the dialogue really It's breathtaking
3: When you see sand here Imagine water If you dive in you can't reach the bottle you dive in yes it's called swimming <laughs> i don't i don't believe you in the shadows of arrakis lie many secrets but the darkest of them all may remain the end of house atreides your father didn't believe in revenge
1: what if paul atreides were still alive
3: have you ever had a dream about your first ride
1: Nothing fancy. I understand.
0: Nothing fancy. You will
3: never lose people, in training. Oh.
0: We gave them something to hope for. That's not hope! May thy knife chip and shatter.
1: Yeah. Wow. He rides a
2: snake. Well, it's a worm, but.
1: It's a yeah. worm, a sand worm. And um, if you don't right, know this story, it's worm. like, it's such a really unique story. And I love that it exists. And I love that people that didn't know the original like this. The success of the first movie, oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. yes, yes. Kind of like I felt
2: like with Lord of the Rings, like people who maybe just arrived to Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and Tolkien's story without having read the book. Yeah, because the 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 book is an incredible read. You can't always say that with these space operas. You know, I mean, essentially that's what this is. You've got this entire world that is built, and you know, Star Wars. It's not like it was based on an incredibly you know moving tale. Um, it's it's sort of the the movie is what we're all in love with. But in the case of Dune, you really can fall in love with the book as much as the movie. And it's always felt like, does the movie, could the movie, is this movie version going to live up to what Frank Herbert wrote?
1: Yes, and I really do think that this time around they're giving, it does need to be longer. Like, David Lynch was so mad that the studio, because his original Dune was like five hours or something, and they made him cut it down, like, in half, and took a bunch of stuff out that he, he was forced to do that, and that's why he doesn't even want to be associated with it. Like, he's like, yeah. it didn't exist.
2: I will say, though, like, there's a special place in my heart for David Lynch's Dune, mostly because I, I love David Lynch, but also just aesthetically, just the visual, if you've never seen it, don't expect it to be a great movie but it is visually like i'm kind of in this like i i don't know how to describe it like the practical and special effects as they were in 19 what was it 83 84 84. 1984 it, it just creates such a unique aesthetic with this sort of punk rock you know not even punk rock, but, like, alternative, like, The Cure. Like, I just feel like it's got all these yes. elements thing. Like, it, it's just, it. you can appreciate it even if it's not a good movie.
1: That, I think you're right about that. I mean, and I watched it when I was in grade school. So it was really cool to me because it was just so different in sci-fi, you know. And, um, yeah, just, like, all of this thing about this desert planet that it doesn't water is the most important um, thing because it's so scarce. And then you also have the spice, which these weird underground worms—they harvest it from them. And um, then well, and I will say, if worms. you start to go
2: deep on Frank Herbert and where he got the inspiration for the story, and the, there's just a lot of thought and intellectual discourse, if you want to get real deep on it, uh, around this story and the elements in the story. It's just, it's got a lot of layers. It's got a lot of layers that you can appreciate.
1: And it was scary as a kid. I love to be scared just by, oof, I mean... The Harkonnens, they are the bad ones. There's the—they're ba- the bad guys.
2: The um, Sting's character, which I—you know—Austin Butler's playing. If you're just joining us, by the way, we're talking about Dune Part yeah. Two. And by the way, we should say to the audience—and Mike—I I, I forget because I kind of feel like Mike—were you
3: into Dune before the movie? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't born yet, so no, that yeah. wasn't quite a my. No, no, no. But,
2: I'm sorry. I mean. The were before you into June before the most recent movie? I had no idea it was even a, another movie. So this was not like this, a part of your like no, nerddom this was growing completely up. Completely a new experience for me. What did you think when you saw it? Like because you hear a lot of people talk about yeah. like oh, but how did you actually appreciate it? It was
3: I mean it was obviously epic. I mean it was you could tell they were building the base for
2: something very very big, yeah. and there were a lot of. Thing. it's a great story i really I avoided, wonder how people don you know people like you and i are sort of like all in
1: it's like it indoctrination
2: yeah like well like we it would have been we would have been hard pressed to be disappointed in some mm-hmm. way uh but i just you know i'm curious what the average person thinks like does this actually result in a fun movie to watch
3: it, it was and it was well done. There was a pretty good example of a movie like this. Remember Prometheus? Oh yeah, that yes. was to yes. me. That was an example of okay, we're going to build this epic universe, but then the movie
2: just to me was terrible. Like oh, it, yes, I hate right. That movie. And they stopped. In fact, that movie was supposed to continue because that's yeah. all part of the like exactly. The whole Alien exactly yep. um, uh, yeah. Alien world. Yes, who's the, who is that again? R- not Ridley Scott. Um, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's Ridley right. Scott. Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 That whole uh world should have continued from that movie, but that and
1: movie And I wanted bombed it to go on. I, I,
2: it just died. I went into it thinking, okay,
3: I hope it's not this, and it wasn't that. Yeah. And it was much better of a, a much better story and, and put together a lot Because
2: it's hard, Don, and, and this is what I was getting at is for you and I, but I just thought, I wonder if the audience is feeling the same way. It's hard then to like, like you and I understand this second movie is not a sequel. Right. It's a it, part two. Yes.
1: This is one, it'll be three movies. Yep. So it'll be, this is the whole story.
2: Well, I don't know if there's going to be a third. Oh, is there, there isn't? I think it's just this part.
1: Oh, okay. I could be wrong. That but anyway, is, the moral of the story... Kind of, okay.
2: You could be right. But um, in my head, I, I was just thinking, like, I, I wonder if the audience is up for that. Like, if they understand. Because when you're sitting in the movie watching the first part and it dramatically ends, but there's no resolution... You wonder if people are like, oh man, now I got to come back for another movie,
1: right? And this one was kind of weird, and I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I saw it so many times as a kid that you, yeah. you just. I think people loved it, though. I mean, it got great. It box lives office. up to your
2: expectations.
1: I think so. Yeah, I was. I was really curious as to where they were going to stop it, and you said that you heard something about why Denis Villeneuve stopped it at the end of that.
2: Just because that was where, well, that's where I I don't know if I knew why he wanted to stop it there, but that he was very intentional on stopping it instead of resolving it and then picking up a story later on that he wanted to cut where there was dramatic tension so that he could continue right from that point, which I think, you know, I, I just I like when people think. Passionately about the projects they're doing, because they feel connected to the work in some way, right versus like you know some other people who make big movies about stories we love and worlds we care about mm-hmm. and are just consumed with getting as many butts and seats for
1: you they know, a don't box appreciate office. writers or sources yeah. like Michael Bay okay. Michael Bay says you don't need writers, yeah so. That's, I guess he's. we're going to be seeing not. a lot of Michael Bay movies in the next...
2: You and I don't probably see many Michael Bay movies, do we?
1: Nah, the okay. last one I saw was Transformers.
2: Hey, Dawn. Yep. We could probably nerd out about Dune. Oh, for that's the rest right. Of we have hour. to go, though. But when we come back, you're going to tell us about Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse.
1: Yeah, they showed up somewhere and somebody else left when they got there.
2: All right, we'll find out why <laughs> when we come back right here on... The Little blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
1: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk one oh seven one. We are talking about the Met Gala that happened on Monday. We've been talking about the coronation, which will be on Saturday. And also uh, stories from the Met Gala are still coming out. Something I wanted to bring up was... Uh, FKA twigs Mm. who used well she's a she's an artist she's she's a singer from the UK she was dating at one point Robert Pattinson Mm -hmm. okay and she dated him for four years and from like 2014 to 2018 well word on the street has it that when she was at the Met Gala after party Uh, she quickly left when her ex-fiance, Robert Pattinson, came in with his new girlfriend, Suki Waterhouse.
2: Oh, she's like, I don't really need to be here. Having a great time. And
1: then he shows up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, Awkward. Yes. So I think that, you know, when we have the contrast with like Pete Davidson talking to Kim Kardashian and everything's fine and, you know, things like that. You you assume that people will be able to hang out on such a big event and big day only comes once a year and be in the same room.
2: Yeah, she unless there's off. actual feelings there.
1: Uh-huh, and I would say if I was engaged to Robert Pattinson and he broke things off with me, which if you go back and look, that's kind of what people were saying that he broke up with her, mm. I might be upset, especially since... The next person I dated was abusive and just an emotional nightmare to date, Shia LaBeouf.
2: Oh, so she she dated Shia LaBeouf. So you're saying she's bitter.
1: I think not bitter, but maybe um, she feels hurt. Maybe she feels like he's the one that got away. I mean, I would. I mean, just in general. When Robert Pattinson breaks up. Oh, gosh.
2: Yeah. Like if you got dumped by Robert Pattinson, like,
1: yeah, now she is a gorgeous, talented woman. I'm not saying she needs to, you know, worship the ground he walks on or anything. And we don't know the real person anyway. Yeah. But from the outside, it looks like, ooh, yes. So I was just thinking about that and how, you know, he's probably the one that got away to her. Because so the she next still person feels is really awful. emotional about it, yeah. Probably, because she is moved on. She has a boyfriend and-
2: Who's she with they now?
1: Le- you know what, I don't think
0: it's anybody
1: that we would know oh, okay. it said it in this article somewhere but i don't think it's a well and sometimes you know i mean
2: it's not too hard to believe that oh
1: i'm sorry she, oh he's hot oh god he's might be hotter than robert pattinson
2: okay what's he is
1: dating the front man for the uh the 1975 what's his name that's the band matt healy You know that guy.
3: No, she's not. That's Taylor Swift's new man.
1: Taylor Swift's new man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's here's a tight or here's a headline Taylor Swift is reportedly dating 1975's Matt Healy. Why did we know that? I feel like we because the 1975 I don't know anything about, but that uh, that is in my head for some reason. Oh, did we just find that out?
1: That must be super recent because just today. Yeah, just today. Okay. Well, she was it says in this Perez Hilton article from yesterday. That she's involved with him.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, no. It's a love triangle. You think he's hotter than Robert Pattinson?
1: I think he's equal, probably.
2: Well, I mean, I guess everybody's got their own...
1: Oh, man. Maybe it's his singing. Yeah. he's. You
2: like his music?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't
2: think I know that. I don't think I know that music. Now I'm curious, like which who who's he dating? I mean, that's kind of no small thing that he's connected to both.
1: Yeah, so these are rumors with Taylor Swift, right? I mean, obviously Uh, that would have been the lead story.
2: Yeah,
3: it's been the lead story today. Yeah, this is a pretty big. It sounds like she's uh, started that up. They've been dating apparently for weeks after the Joe Alwyn split,
2: according to a report. Here we go, Uh, Fox News. Well, I mean, you know. (laughs) Again, take it for what it's worth. Also, the New York Post, Taylor Swift, and the 19th set. Well, maybe that's why she left early. Maybe that's why FKA Twigs left early because she's she just (laughs) found out that her man is
1: (laughs) (laughs) on Monday. Taylor Swift, (laughs) you are.
2: It says Taylor Swift, British singer, Maddie Healy, dating weeks after Joe Alwyn split, according to The Sun. Well, I wouldn't take this to the bank yet. The Sun. But um, that's interesting. I didn't know anything about FKA Twigs and him. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I kind of did some math. I did math, as they call it, in the UK.
2: Yeah, it says here it was involved. So I wonder if they're no longer together.
3: they were 10 years ago. So these two had been together previously, and I said oh, it didn't work out at the oh, time.
2: So oh, now it's kind of uh, got it. reflamed up again. Well,
1: you know, maybe she's still
2: smarting after all the sadness.
1: Boy, Perez Hilton's wrong. Yeah. You really got that one wrong. Well, anyway, um, I kind of felt bad for FKA Twig. She's been through such a difficult time with Shia LaBeouf. I mean, if you read any of that or heard the her her story, it's just really really terrible you know what she went through and oh i just feel for her so anyway it's kind of like have you ever had somebody that you dated that was really awful and then you think back about the one that you dated before and you're like oh that guy wasn't so bad
2: oh no
1: like oh i shouldn't have let him go
2: is is that something you want to share with us
1: (laughs) 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 i mean that did happen at one point in my um... life but not now now i have the best guy that i could ever imagine yeah you know but at the time, I dated somebody who was pretty manipulative. And then I was oh, like, sure. oh, Well, that's gosh, not a fun place That to other be. guy I God. broke up with, he was super nice. Why didn't I just stay with him? Yeah. Oh. Well, because it all worked out this way.
2: Hey, speaking of working out, when we come back, we got to work out the drama with this story, the other big story of the day. Actually, yesterday, we began talking about the fact that Kevin Costner and his wife are getting divorced. What's really going on? Ooh, we'll tell you. But also, hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. Not sure what you're going to do this summer. Look, no commitment needed. Your boat club has something for you. And by the way, they take care of all the fun or all the hassle rather you take care of all the fun your boat club now has a brand new trial membership Designed to help you get your feet wet. You get to know the water, fall in love with boating. So whether you've got time this summer for boating every week or just once in a while, your boat club has a solution for you. And like I said, they take care of all the hassle. You take care of the fun. Show up, boat, and head home. It's literally that easy. And for a limited time, check out their trial memberships today. Only $19.95 with tons of options to upgrade. Don't forget to fall in love with summer. Life is better on the water with Your Boat Club. That's yourboatclub.com. And make sure to check out their brand new trial membership.
1: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk. 1071, Everything Entertainment. I just want to clear something up.
2: Oh,
1: FKA please. Twigs dated Matt Healy from 1975 in December of 2022. She is now dating... A guy who looks similar and is just almost as hot named Jordan Hemingway.
2: Fabulous. Thank you for that.
1: He's a director. Okay. That
2: update.
1: Thanks. Okay. Moving on to Kevin Costner.
2: Yes. So, okay, this is not the first time we've talked about Kevin Costner and uh, infidelity. The reason we talked about it yesterday, of course, was the news that his wife, Christine Baumgartner, filed for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. When we read that, we thought, I wonder if he cheated on her. And he said through a statement to TMZ, through his people... Essentially, that he was blindsided by all this action that was taken against that him. That he
1: had nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. No control over.
2: And uh, basically seeing that he was the victim. Well, then we rent a blind item that allegedly, supposedly, perhaps Christine Baumgartner was having an affair with... <laughs> Who? Taylor Sheridan, uh, showrunner for a little thing called Yellowstone. Mm. So that was the juicy gossip yesterday. Well, this isn't the first time that the dissolution of uh, Kevin Costner's marriage has had rumors of infidelity swirling around because I was reading a story all about his first marriage and how that all went down. And it's pretty like I maybe I knew this at the time. I don't feel like probably back in 1994, I was as on the beat of celebrity pop (laughs) culture in terms of celebrity marriages. But there was a piece in page six that kind of like lays it all out. That in 1994, he was married to his first wife, Cindy Sylvia, and that marriage went from 1978 to 1994 and cost because of now this was not confirmed, but there's this allegation of infidelity. I'll tell you about it, but this ended up his marriage ending cost him what page six calls a pretty penny. And if I remember correctly, it was to the tune of like tens of millions of dollars. Um, However. The allegations and the gossip and the rumors at that time, and they cite a, a people cover story from 1994, that his ex-wife, well, his then ex-wife, his then wife, Cindy Silva, who became his first ex-wife, she decided to end the relationship after rumors that he cheated with another actress while he was on the set of?
1: Dances with Wolves.
2: Dance? No. Okay. 1994. Close. Oh. Maybe, I don't know when Dances uh, with
1: Waterworld. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was the first movie that was, um, it cost $100 million to make.
2: Oh, good to know. Uh, he apparently cheated with a woman named Michelle Amaral, or Amaral, I don't know how you say her last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was on the set of the movie Waterworld, as I said, and that was in Hawaii. And it was reported at the time that they'd had this romantic fling. She apparently is a uh, thirty-five year old or was a thirty-five at the time, hula dancer and oh. performer at the Mauna Lanai, Mauna oh. Lani, excuse me, Bay Hotel, where they filmed Waterworld.
1: Wow! Which
2: I also she didn't was know. Just they... a
1: hula dancer. I yeah. thought in my, I'm like, oh wait, that's an actress from Waterworld. I should be able to place her, but no.
2: Well, and she's a married mother of three kids, and we don't know Those obviously. Who
1: hips
2: don't lie? who hips don't lie? And apparently. Did some smooth moves for Kevin Costner. Uh, We don't know, obviously, if those rumors were true, but this is why I think, if you'll remember the blind item from yesterday correctly, NT lawyer suggested perhaps let's not feel too bad for Kevin Costner about the infidelity because maybe he knows a thing or two about infidelity.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Now I've seen today a TMZ article which I'm sure his people said to TMZ, put this story out. Kevin Costner didn't get Yellowstone's set member pregnant despite social media rumor.
2: Well, you know what I would say? First of all, tell us what the actual... Like, where, like, give us the wording in the TMZ article. It says that refers to that. It says it's
1: unclear who started the rumor or even who Costner allegedly got pregnant, but the fake story's been buzzing on social media since his wife, Christine, filed for divorce on Monday. One Twitter user wrote, I wonder now if the drama surrounding Kevin Costner and Yellowstone's scheduling was due to the rumor of him potentially getting someone on the set pregnant. Another Twitter user said, so it wasn't Bentley who got a girl pregnant on the Yellowstone set. It was Costner.
2: Okay, so let me ask you a question then. Costner's people or a source or like who's saying this? Who's refuting this claim?
1: Um, a source. Okay. A source says. It's just, so it says somebody, rumored on social media.
2: No, my point is somebody, uh, let's just assume Called the source.
1: TMZ and said, please print this.
2: Let's assume the source is connected to Kevin Costner, right? Kevin Costner's people got so animated about Twitter rumors that they decided to call up TMZ.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Dawn, would you do me a favor? And by that, I mean, you don't have to do this, but like go on the Internet at any time and you will read that Kevin Costner fathered six alien babies from Darth Vader's <gasps> granddaughter, oh. Hillary Clinton's
1: Oh. Yeah,
2: ex secretary. Like there, I, I'm just saying there are so many ridiculous. Thank
1: you for working in Darth Vader on Star Wars Day. <laughs> You're welcome. That's You're good. I'm like, oh, Darth Vader's granddaughter. Right. Like, like
2: there are so many internet lies and rumors and gossip. The fact that they stopped what they were doing to address this one particular one makes me wonder. Right. Like it sounds like that got to them.
1: Well, but yeah, it got to them. But then. Uh...
2: Which tells me that there's a story there that they don't want to talk about.
1: That's correct. But to say it, if it is true, to say it completely isn't true would make it even worse later. What do you mean? When the baby comes.
2: You're saying if it is true. Yeah.
1: If the baby comes, yeah, but they like, said have you absolutely met the world, not.
2: Like there, there they're people that are going to deny the obvious. So oh, I'm just saying the right. fact that they would show up, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. That would be stupid because if there's a baby,
1: mm-hmm. that's right.
2: But even if that rumor that the person's pregnant isn't true, I just feel like there's something there about him and somebody else. Because why would you stop what you're doing to address it on TMZ?
1: I have a question. Do either of you watch Yellowstone? No. I don't know who Bentley is. Is that the character's name? And was that part of the plot line of Yellowstone? I don't know. Because it says, so it wasn't Bentley that got... What are they talking about? Bentley? West
2: Bentley is one of the
3: stars of Yellowstone.
2: Oh, okay. So there must have been a rumor that it was Bentley who yeah. did that. Or maybe that's a reported story. Okay. Because that, that story was... obviously comes from somewhere. Right. And we should also say that it's not just Twitter. It's like uh anti-lawyer. Right. right. Like, it's,
1: it just said on yeah. social media. So yeah. it didn't name Twitter specifically.
2: Well, it just named Twitter users. I My point is just like this is. This story clearly was out there enough that it got their attention, and if we had publicists trying to disprove internet gossip, they would never get any work done.
1: That's because that's all they
2: would be doing.
1: Maybe I mean they there should be is looking so much for a more new to the story. Is my
2: point? Now I'm
1: looking at Wes Bentley. Um, okay. I would rather have a baby with West Bentley <laughs> than Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I'm just saying. I just I don't know. Um, yeah, that's or Taylor just... Sheridan. Oh yeah.
2: Well, West Bentley is uh, significantly younger.
1: Oh, My God, what are you saying?
2: Well, he's younger.
1: I know he plays Jamie Dutton.
2: He's 44, and Kevin Costner's what? Is,
1: does he play? Does West Bentley? john dutton and jamie dutton so does he play his son maybe see this is how we need to go just yell out the door to Lori and julia she
2: yeah because they watch yellowstone
1: yeah they do they love it
2: i i just think at the end of the day this story is not over and it was very clear to me that the blind items it's like i don't know if it's just we've been doing this job for long enough you see a headline and you can just smell it. It was like Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes. We were like, nope, that is not happening.
1: Yeah, and we haven't heard about them and their relationship in at least, like, they didn't mention them with the Met Gala or anything like that. Remember, it's yeah. been about five days since yeah. we had any news on that.
3: My Jamie Dutton is the main character and the adopted son of John and Evelyn Dutton.
1: I uh-huh. see.
2: Thank you for that, and I'm sure all of the listeners out there who watch it are, are
1: screaming at very us. Very
2: happy that we've now corrected <laughs> the record. Okay. I don't care about the show, I'm here for the drama <gasps> and the blind items. So okay. I will be tuning in for that season finale,
1: uh huh, whenever
2: it happens, or that big um twist plot twist. I bet we'll get more in the days ahead when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from gossip rumors and innuendo to the biggest day for Prince Charles. The coronation ship continues. That's our relationship with King Charles coronation this weekend when we come back. What happens when Charles dies? Oh, that's maybe a little oh, premature.
1: It, it, he hasn't even been crowned yet.
2: But, you know, I read a fascinating article about what's going to actually happen when he leaves this realm. And I'll tell you about it upon a return on my website. T- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check.
3: Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: or app such a beautiful day today, and summer will be here before we know it. Are you taking time to get outside? Uh, Do you think that maybe if you lost a little bit of weight, you'd feel better? I hear a lot of women say that, and men as well. They've asked me about Livia Weight Control Centers, and uh, it'd be nice to lose 20 pounds before summer. You would fit into other clothes. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just talking to the people out there who have mentioned to me how they struggle with their weight, you know, doing those yo-yo diets, that just don't get you anywhere. Well, Livia Weight Control Centers, they have a doctor-recommended program, um, several programs, and their weight loss program was voted number one in Minnesota. I did the program. It was successful for me, and I've kept the weight off. About 30 pounds I lost with Livia, and it was so easy. So call them today, 855-GO-LIVIA. You will get your first three months free when you mention me, or you can go to Livia.com. Three months free when you mention Dawn from Minnesota. My Talk.
0: My, my Talk 1071.
1: One. Everything one. One. Entertainment. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. The Coronation. It is going to be Saturday, and King Charles will. It's the moment of his life that he's been waiting for, I've been forced into. We actually have no idea. Maybe he hates the idea. He just wants to go <laughs> live in the countryside with no. Camilla and still reap the benefits of all no. of the money. No? he here, wants to be king
2: but you know here's the bigger question don what happens when he dies
1: oh no oh
2: that's kind of depressing well but you know i actually was fascinated by that very question and came across an article in the yahoo's and yahoo's just repurposing HuffPost because that's what they do these days that's
0: and right. and it says
2: what happens when king charles dies and i was like okay i'll bite i'll click i know this sounds a little uh morose at this very moment, just days before he's gonna finally take the throne after a billion years uh, in waiting. But, and and most of it's pretty self-explanatory, like they even have like a little graphic image of like the line of succession now that Charles is king. Of course, after Charles, you know, if we just talk about the line of succession just really quickly, it goes to the Duke of Cambridge who is of course William. William. Uh, And then, of course, to Prince George. Then, of course, to Princess Charlotte, because they changed the rules. Prince Louis, a.k.a. Louis. uh, Duke of Sussex, that's Prince Harry. Then Archie. Then Lilibet. Then the Duke of York. That's Prince Nasty. Oh! Then Princess Beatrice. And then Sienna Elizabeth Mapelli Mazzi.
1: Ooh, sad.
2: That is the... Is that the first child of Princess Beatrice? What about Eugenie? No.
1: Oh, okay. No, no Eugenie at all. Eugenie is cut out. So we're doing no, just because it
2: would go through Princess Beatrice because she's the firstborn. So then it goes through her child. Oh,
1: okay. But anyway,
2: the moral just feeling bad.
1: (laughs) Eugenie's like, I don't. Yeah, there's no chance.
2: And then it would. Well, I think it would then go on to her after if something happens to her child. This is all like assuming that something happens to the person before. This is not what will happen, right? So it's going to be the Duke of Cambridge who then it will pass to his son George, but it's not going to then go to Charlotte. It would go to George's offspring, assuming he has them. Mm -hmm. But if not, it would then go to Charlotte. Anyway, the moral of the story is... And
1: then if he has one, it'll go to his offspring after Charlotte. And then uh, Louis will get skipped.
2: It's going to go to George. Like, let's say everybody lives a long and happy life what likely will happen is it'll go from charles to william to george to george's children and george's children's children and george's children's we children's, won't children's be alive, children then. yeah probably not but beyond just the like image of the succession which i thought well that's fascinating and interesting and you know d- delightful discussion for the cocktail party i was thinking about then the following scenario let's assume for the sake of discussion that our good friend charles iii Passes away, and William takes over. What happens to Camilla?
1: Oh God!
2: Because put her out
1: to pasture. What? <laughs> she what does really that like mean? Camilla? Put her in the pasture? Or does she, that mean something else? I don't know. Well,
2: do you just mean like make her irrelevant. I think is what you're saying. Okay, yeah, right? but I think I don't know. You tell me what you're saying. I think
1: it technically means. Get rid of her, like off her, off yeah. with her head. Oh, well, that's not what I You're meant. You're sending
2: her to the glue factory? No, what is going not on? That's
1: what I meant. Put her out to pasture. I thought meant just like, bye, go live out in the pasture, but well, it's not. Okay. I, yeah, strike that, reverse it.
2: So I was wondering, what does then happen? Because remember, you know, Elizabeth's father was king. Yeah. That meant Elizabeth's mother, also Elizabeth, was queen. Yeah. Right? Not, she wasn't the queen regnant or whatever the, you know, she wasn't the reigning queen, right? Because the king was. But then after the king's death, she became...
1: Queen mother.
2: The queen mother. Well, so then I thought to myself, huh, Charles, he passes away when he passes away, unless he's immortal. Probably not. Uh-oh. What if he passes away? What are- Will Camilla become the queen mother to William? The king.
1: Uh, I guess so. Because Diana has passed.
2: The answer is no.
1: No. Because that's not her son. That's right, it isn't.
2: So that's her, you know, he stepson, uh-huh. technically, and that's not how it works, at least according to the current, you know, the way things are currently laid this out. This is
1: great news you're bringing me right now. Oh my God,
2: she's God. just Because that will most likely happen. Woman's...
1: Women usually live longer than men. Oh yeah, so, and so she you would, would just assume.
2: But I, I then away. had this thought where I was like, oh my God, poor Camilla. I know you're like, I know you don't care. But in my head, I'm thinking to myself, this woman has gotten this far and she's worked her whole life... I mean, she really, truly—you've got yeah, to it's give not the an woman. It's
1: not honest. It's not honest work. Girl, it's have you awful. met the world?
2: Ain't nothing honest. But you
1: can, but you—you you can judge. No, I can. Her I can. Bad behavior and say you don't like her either.
2: Yeah, no, no. I, I would criticize her behavior, but I think there is a part of her character that I find admirable—that she was able to take, like the worst public image, and turn it around. And now she is going to be sitting at the right hand. Oh, I don't know if it's the right hand. But anyway, she's going to be right next to the king being crowned queen. That's like an accomplishment. But then I thought to myself, wow, when he dies, she, they're going to be like, shuffle off to Buffalo, ma'am. Bye. They're going to be sending her off. And then she won't have much power anymore. So she's really got to get while well. the getting's good because her like retirement plan is going to be know. shorter. I, I'm just saying, she yes, she'll be queen, but it's not going to be... For very long.
1: Charles is so under her spell. He will make sure that she's taken care of. Do you you not find anything,
2: anything like fascinating about their relationship? Mm. The fact that they have persisted, their love has persisted for this long.
1: Have you met me? I'm not a big, big fan of like romantic love. I don't like romantic comedies. Oh. No, not really. <laughs> I guess
2: I didn't know that. <laughs> no. I find there to be something terrible. I know it's horrible. And, like, when you talk about reality, fine. It can be dark. Families are dark. Things Families are terrible. are dark. Hey, I, I, get yeah. I get all of that. I get all And that. should Billy Lord she and Todd be, Fisher. She should feel horrible for, you know, doing things that make her stepchildren look bad. But you do have to just... And, and the whole Diana thing. Don't even get me started. Right, Right? Like... But she's still here. What do you expect her to do?
1: I mean, she's just doing what she does. I don't know. It's not like she, you know. I mean, the public image, people just, it's because of the queen. The queen allowed them to get married. And she didn't, like, in the past, the queen's poor sister didn't get a chance to marry who she wanted to marry because they just didn't approve. So the Queen wanted to reverse history by approving Camilla. So that is why people are fine with Camilla. It's because of Queen Elizabeth.
2: Wait, why is she reversing history? Sorry, I missed that part. Because
1: because her sister, if you remember, was not allowed. Princess Margaret was not allowed to marry who she wanted to marry. Yeah. And it was incredibly sad. Yeah, it's totally unfair. You're absolutely right. So she wanted to reverse that. She had no control over that, really. I don't think.
2: Elizabeth didn't. No, no,
1: I mean, at the time, you know, she was a younger queen, and also her mother said, no, you can't. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. And so she wants to make things a, the in the... I just think that in her old years, she was like, okay, Charles, you can marry Camilla. Well, also, but, if but not really if, if, I don't even... Really, the rules put, are I wouldn't even she, put that
2: on the queen. I would just say that the times have changed, and because the government was fine with that happening and the church was fine with that happening and so you know tastes changed and now all of her children are divorced like literally every single one of the woman's children have divorced mm-hmm. i think every one of them now what I can't about think the about other edward, one who but... doesn't
1: do bad things that we don't remember
2: edward uh but 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 my point is yes all of that so is true pub- there's my a point- lot of unfairness that's where the drama of the- didn't
1: work hard she didn't work hard. She just existed, and the queen approved. She like didn't you work can work
2: hard. What does that? She mean? didn't
1: work hard to get to repair her public image. The queen repaired her public image by allowing her you to marry Charles. She did anything
2: to repair her image?
1: Well, she was doing bad things behind the scene and plotting yeah, against her the sons. Well, right, but that's all nasty, bad stuff.
2: Yeah, but I'm not. Again, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying she's the world's most. She's not Mother Teresa.
1: Well, I don't admire her.
2: Yeah. You don't have to. No. I, I'm not saying I admire her. I'm saying there's if something I had about... a hot crust
1: bun, I would throw it at her head right now if she was in this room. <laughs> a hot bun. You
2: would not. I know <laughs> you too well. You would absolutely never... You would be all up in her business
1: i would not
2: well i think you'd be just as curious about her life i
1: wouldn't be able to control my face looking at her trying to see if there's a zipper on her skin where she can unzip a it zipper. a zipper where she can unzip and then i don't believe skin, you just like doctor who <laughs> <laughs> <That> one episode <laughs>
2: Oh, you're a better woman than I. Dawn, thank you so much for that scintillating. (laughs) You brought the story. I did. I did, but I'm saying thank you. I'm saying thank you for sharing your thoughts and opinions. And when we come back, we want you to share your thoughts and opinions with us about what, not whether Camilla is a lizard, whether you like donuts and what kind of donuts you like. We're talking donuts.